What's up, everybody? Welcome to another episode of Rebunked. My name is Scott, and I got another fantastic episode for you. I am coming at you live from the Last American Vagabond Studios here in historic Franklin, Tennessee. And man, oh man, things are getting hot out there. Uh, it's going to be a great conversation tonight, though. So, um, But before we do that, I just want to take a quick moment here and tell you how you guys can come support the show. So there's a few, a few different ways to do it here. Um, so the website is the first stop of this whole journey. So what I want to encourage you guys to do is go check out the website. And as soon as you get on there, there's going to be a little window that pops up that says, uh, you know, hold on, let me get over to where that is. Jeez, I'm always slipping on this. Go over to the little screw, uh, the little box that says enter your email. So that way you're on the mailing list. That way you'll get notifications whenever I remember to push out a notification about going live or when any episodes or any news in general. Um, I don't know how long I'm going to be on these stupid platforms. You know, they say they're good guys like telegram and stuff. And, but you know, you never know. I might just be wiped off the face of the earth one day, but if you're on the mailing list, hopefully that will, I'll be able to have a direct line to you. If anything should go sideways as we continue to get into this crazier and crazier world. So if you land on rebunk.news, you're going to see at the very top, all the video platforms are on right now. We're going live on Rockfin and rumble. And then later that these videos get uploaded to band video, bit shoot and odyssey, a lot of that is because of our friend uh, Matthew Raymer over at Content Safe. So, contentsafe.co. If you're a content creator and you want help pushing your show out to various platforms so you don't have to do all the work of uploading, contentsafe.co or get a hold of me and I'll put you directly in touch with Matthew. You know, I, I don't even get paid for saying this. Like, he's just one of my, my buddies and he does amazing work. So, yeah, hit me up on that. Take a moment. Also, subscribe on your podcast players iTunes, Spotify, Podcast Addict, wherever you listen to podcasts. If you're not already subscribed, do it. That way you can listen on the go. And also a great way to support the show without, you know, for free with minimal effort is to leave a review or a five star rating on like particularly iTunes. That really helps drive the algorithms and help the show, uh, you know, progress forward. So um, let's see. The other way to support the show is through the subscribe star page. So subscribe star is, uh, you know, there's premium content on there, but really it's just like a way to offer five bucks a month and you, you unlock the premium content. And then also, you know, it's just a great way to support shows that you like, you know what I mean? I support a few shows. I kick five bucks a month to several shows that I love. And it's just, you know, feels good. feels good. Uh, social media wise, Telegram is the best place to go. T.me forward slash rebunked pod. Yes, you'll find links to all these other various ones, but um, Telegram is probably the best. And I'm the most active in there. I'm always chatting with the people that are leaving comments. So Telegram, T.me forward slash rebunked pod. And any value for value contributions you'll see at the bottom of the page. Last thing I want to shout out real quick is the t-shirt shop. So rebunk.news forward slash shirts, or there's a link on rebunk.news. Um, it'll take you to the t-shirt shop. So this is brought to you by big frog t-shirts in Beaverton, Oregon. They are friends of the show. They are Liberty minded, uh, individuals. They're awake to everything that's going on. And, uh, <laughs> hopefully, uh, you know, tonight they, they have their, uh, they boarded their windows up out there in Beaverton prior to tonight's festivities. So anyway, there's lots of different designs. Go check it out. Compliance is violence. We, I see false flags. We are many. There are few go get yourself an original first edition rebunk t-shirt right big shout out to pedro i know pedro's been sporting his down in australia so pedro went you know so he had it all the way shipped to australia and he's repping it down there you guys so no excuses no excuses so all right guys that's all the business so let's get to it here so my guest tonight is the one the only he was on with uh truthzilla a couple times this is the man himself mr odd d oddy 
Adi, how's it going, man? You can call me Adis. Adis, okay. I wasn't sure. I wasn't sure like like what your public persona was necessarily. You know what I mean? Well, so. on the station, it's Audi, but okay. you know what? I own Adis. I'm the only one there is, so okay. that's the way of my flops. Yeah, you know, for Scott, sure. I, I just got to tell you, uh, my friend, um, you know, I'm, I'm studying for my PhD in uh, critical race theory. Okay. And, and I'm doing this uh, conversation with you, uh, despite the fact that the lack of pigmentation or the lack of melanin uh, in your pigmentation yeah. is the sole reason why for every failure I've ever had in my life, it's your fault and only your fault because of that white skin. That's covering up all those organs and tissues and everything. Every time I had a disappointing experience, I just remember, because uh, I remember when I got my, my my master's in critical race theory, I thought, you know, um, I almost didn't pass one of the electives. That was Scott's fault. Mm -hmm. Oh, yeah. Dude, I have a time machine. I went back and like made sure that every single point in your life... <laughs> I was there. I was like there the day before to make sure that you failed. I was so I'm sorry. You but you busted me. You busted me, man. You know, dude, Adis. So for for the folks that may not know, so Adis uh, has been a friend of like you know all the way back to the early Truthzilla days, man. Like you've been like such a huge like supporter and just like someone that I've like grown to really respect and appreciate, and uh, and you know consider you a friend, man. And so it's really cool that like my life worked out in such a way that I ended up in Nashville cause you're in Nashville too. So we've actually got to hang out, you know, and like, like I said, we are literally like, you know, friends. And I, and I'm if, so I threw a rock, if, if I threw a rock hard enough. Yeah. Yeah. From my, my place, I could hit your place. Exactly. Exactly. Which is a trip, man. And it was just like, so serendipitous that all these other events happened in my life that landed me here, which is just such yeah. a trip, dude. But, uh, but why don't you tell, so, so, you're the owner operator of Modern Retro Radio, modernretroradio.com. We used to promote it all the time on Truthzilla. Um, I'm sure folks that are, uh, you know, been listening for a while have heard me talk endlessly about Modern Retro Radio. But tell us a little bit about Modern Retro Radio and then tell us about yourself and then we'll kick this off. Well, I was a huge Paul McCartney fan uh, in the 80s and the 90s. And I just noticed that right around the mid 80s, he vanished from the radio. And he kept putting out all these great albums. And, and then it just occurred to me, it seemed like once an artist got to a certain stage in their career, they would just vanish from the radio. And I just got the idea, I said, man, I would love a radio station that played current music from these great artists, because they're all still putting out great music. You know, if you listen to Modern Retro Radio uh, or modernretrofm.com, mm -hmm. either one, you're going to hear Billy Idol, Shaka Khan, and now you're also going to hear some great air talent, myself, Mike B, Rod, Jamie B, Addie Spin, and you are among our new uh, air talent to the station. And uh, you've done some intros for uh, some uh, Jerry Cantrell. He was with Allison Chains. He's got something new out. You did the intro for that. You just did something for, for Primus. So that's what I'm all about. Uh, I'm one of those people that I hate to see a band or an artist rest on their laurels. I don't care how long they've been around. If you watch a Prince concert, he can rock a crowd as just as much with his new shit as he could with the classics. And so I just believe that you get older and you get better. Mm -hmm. So that's what, and, and so uh, when I decided to, to create Modern Retro Radio, uh, I was hosting a, a little show uh, that played nothing but Southeast independent artists. And I knew the owner 
even though she turned out to be a psycho liberal idiot, but that's another story. Uh, <laughs> but, and I said, well, hell, if she can do it, I can do it. So I started the station and there, and I did some research because I thought surely I'm not the only one doing this. And, uh, but yeah, I am. You are. Yeah. You have quite a little niche, dude. It's great. It's a fantastic station. It's very lively. I, I can't say enough good things about it. And thank you for bringing me on and letting me be a part of it. Honestly, like I, I'm very honored, you know, and I've actually yeah. learned a lot and been able to expand my little portfolio. It's like, now I can put you like, are radio a radio. Yeah. You're a natural. It's <laughs> crazy. You're a In fact, uh, we need to, as soon as we get some more intros from you, uh, we're going to do a special with you folks. So that's a little, little teaser. Uh, we're going to do like, we'd like to do one or two hours of just Scott at a certain time. So uh, I'd be down. That'd be fun, man. That'd be awesome. That'd be awesome. Well, right on. Well, Adi, so, my goal tonight is right. to solve all race relations in this country and to <laughs> and to completely correct course correct the grooming of children today like that that's those are my two goals so if you can help me accomplish those things i'd really appreciate it well the first one is already <laughs> handled because there is no race problem in america okay exactly so that's number one Race relations. I didn't know it's not problem. Well, they try to characterize it as a problem, but yes, it's I really want to. Yeah. Well, you know, I've worked in a lot of uh, corporate offices and small business, big business. And if you go outside your door and don't watch television, what do you see? You see people of all types. Yeah. Respecting each other. Yeah. You know, uh, so it's that little box where all the CIA uh, Operation Mockingbird tools read their teleprompter, their pre-written notes, yeah. telling you, putting out the message that there's always, there's all this uh, hatred among the world, you know, but I feel like the only people that you see who actually are acting racist or like there's a problem are, you know, crisis actors, deep state agitators to perpetuate that myth. Yeah. Um, yeah. That's I mean, I've... I mean, I've heard first accounts, you know, I, I mean, it exists like people are just small minded, like small town people that it exists in the world. But man, like, you know, like we've we've transcended, man, we've transcended. And it seems like all these people that are figureheads are put into positions of I hate to even say authority, but almost like of influence, I guess. And school boards, And that's why they keep coming up with stuff like critical race theory. Yeah. They have to keep fanning those flames. And so I use the uh, social media platform uh, Gab. Sure. Yeah, yeah. Very a lot of right wing conservative people, but really they're just patriots who want freedom and yeah. they want to be left alone and they respect the privacy and rights of others. That's really what that's all about. But I make sure to let them know, y'all, please don't take the bait here. Yeah. And they hate it. You know, and I've seen black fathers go to school board meetings and chew out the school board for teaching something as absurd as critical race theory. Yeah. So well, it's really the deep state trying to keep us divided. I do. I agree. I agree. And probably, you know, the biggest thing that critical race theory, you know, the whole principle of it is instilling from a very young age, the idea of like the victimhood mentality, right? Instilling yes. upon a child that you are, will, oh, you will never be able to be as good as this person over here simply because of the, your skin, dude. That is so evil. That is so evil. But it's, it's politically advantageous to keep people trapped in, yeah. you know, you know, a victimhood mentality, then they're going to depend on the state. They're going to look to other people for the solutions. And they're always going to be trapped in a low vibrational state. Now I, I'm all about just breaking people out of that, man. Like that's, that's the biggest thing. And you know, on that note, like it's so well, I'm, if I could jump in, uh, you yeah. know, one of my big heroes in music was the great godfather of soul, James Brown. 
And, you know, in the 70s, his career took a big hit because he would endorse Republican uh, politicians from time to time. And everyone thought he was out of his mind. But James Brown, well, he said, I don't endorse the party. I endorse the man. But James Brown was all about self-empowerment, you know, taking care of yourself, being independent, being enterprising. And, you know, that that's what he was all about. And I totally get that. Yeah, man. And it's just like I feel like. Man, oh man, there's so much to unpack here. Like, I'm I'm excited to get into this well, conversation, well, man. But before uh, we do that, before, yeah. we do that I, I, before I forget, I have to read a couple of text messages. Okay. Because I'll let some people know that we were doing this tonight. Nice. Uh, Ryan Christian. Oh, uh, yeah. Shout out to Ryan. Yes. He uh, let me know that uh, you had told him that we were doing this tonight. And he said, Go change the world, brother. Wish I could yeah. join, man. Have a good show. So, uh, and uh, someone you've also, uh, interviewed on the truthzilla show who lives in tennessee deplorable janet deplorable uh, janet what's up deplorable janet she told me to tell you hello she said hi and she said it's cool that we're doing this but it's date night with uh her and her husband ah, and if yeah. i'm not mistaken i think she's a scorpio and they have to have their sex so you know, oh jesus okay. <laughs> well okay dude big shout out to janet that's awesome like i, I can't wait to oh, start she and i talk we're friends yeah yeah, yeah yeah she's on point dude so you know, the thing is like, so speaking of like, like the victimhood thing, right? Like, and plus, you know, the, the narrative in the media, that's been so like almost laughable. It's like yes. the idea of like the, the voter ID thing where it's like, well, inner city people don't know how to get IDs or they don't know how to like, they don't have like Wi-Fi. And then they like those clips of like them going to like the inner city and be like, excuse me, do you have an, do you, do you have an ID? Do you, do you know how to get on the internet? They're like, yes, we know how to get on the internet. And it's like, what is this dude? And so like, I think that's, that's kind of the image they want the world to have. And it's like, okay, so for, you know, in Oregon, I, I spent my whole life in Oregon up until two months ago. You know what I mean? And Oregon's a pretty homogenized place. Like I, I knew some, some black folks, you know, there's a large Hispanic population, but for the most part, it's just like a bunch of white people. Right. And I come out here and it's a much more diverse community and it's great. And I'll tell you what, man, like, and it seems like black folks out here are just crushing it, dude. Like I see everybody, they're, they're like, like driving nice cars and everyone's doing the things like there's nothing. That's like, dude, it's like that, that really fires me up and gets me pumped. I'm like, hell yeah, dude. Everybody's just like doing their thing, man. Like it's just, it seems like it's all kind of an illusion. Am I wrong in that way at all? People don't really have time to be consumed with how much they're being oppressed or how yeah. much these other people are, are, are stealing our tax money. People are trying to survive. Yeah. People are too busy trying to pay their bills to be worried about these media messages. Yeah. Uh, I've, I mean, I'll just use myself as an example. Um, you know, I've always wanted to be respected by all yeah. people. Yeah. You know, truth be told, when I was in high school, I was teased more, way more by black people than I was by white people. And, but that was because, as I've told you before, that was their own insecurity and maybe that whole victimhood mm -hmm. uh, brainwashing, you know, that, uh, that they, uh, that manifests himself. Um, I don't think that's happening so much now uh, because again, people just too busy trying to survive. Yeah. But the, the last thing that a person needs to do is to be, dependent on this system. Mm -hmm. uh, I think that's why uh, college is so expensive. The, the, the system is trying to do everything they can to keep people constant, perpetually in debt. Uh, and I, I think that's all, that's why college enrollment is down because I think young people have figured out that it's a con game because 
you get a four-year degree, you're already starting out your career, uh, what, 40000 50000 in debt? Yeah. Oh, yeah. Making the same money that someone without a degree will get, you know? Yeah. Yeah, yeah. So that's just that's just one of many, many ways. They don't want to just oppress black people. They want to oppress all of us. And you were talking about the voter ID thing, because I used to go, well, uh, I used to, back when I was a Democrat, I used to go, well, you know, well, voting is a right. So why should you have to prove that you have the right to do something? But now I'm like, no, we need to uh, have proof that you're a citizen. And here's why because of the influx of illegal aliens who are literally being, they're not crossing the border, they're being fucking brought here. And I think that's why the Democratic Party is uh, being so against voter ID, because they want these people to vote for them. Yeah, yeah, I mean, amen. Yeah, I mean, it's pretty, it's pretty, pretty obvious anybody can think uh, rub two brain cells together. That's pretty much what's uh, going on. No, no, sure, and yeah. our current president, he does yeah. think that people with my skin color, we, uh, you know, we don't know how to register, and we need help, you yeah. know, uh, working the computer and and knowing yeah. what to click on, you know. So, you so know. and isn't and isn't that racist right there? God, like just the whole, so, yes, it is. I mean, isn't that the the leftist mentality automatically assumes that just by default, just by, by their suppositions well, to begin with. Joe Biden, it, Joe Biden it, is literally a racist. Yeah. I mean, oh yeah. Well, yeah, yeah. We can unpack that a million different ways, but it's just yeah. like just the, men, the, 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 the leftist mentality of, you know, it's just straight up. Yes. Like, because these people have like whatever, whatever, however they want to divide people, however they want to categorize people, whether it's black, handicapped, like yeah. gay, whatever it is, it's like, these people are less than because of this class that we've defined them as. And so therefore they need me to come race to their aid and assist them. Right. And then it's like this weird, like just weird, like just well, weird I think that's dynamic. What they want. I think that's, you know, I, did I tell you, I fell out with somebody I've known since 1993. He used to be yeah. my boss when I was a journalist and um, he was the editor of a magazine that I was an assistant editor of. And we recently fell out. And I, after, nearly 30 years of knowing him, I finally told him that I lost all respect for him because he is, I think liberals are the true racist. Yeah. Liberals care about black people as long as it gives them an opportunity to be the white savior. Yeah, exactly. They, they have to be the white savior and they like black people who know their place. Well, I don't know. We're even Steven and no one yep. is superior to me. Yep. And, and, and I will not, ever 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 tolerate that kind of bullshit from someone so i yeah. told him i you know uh and you know malcolm x warned us about this stuff i know i've said all this to you before but you know malcolm x and uh martin luther king warned that the white liberal they are more dangerous to the advancement of black people than anyone else absolutely absolutely and man if you look back at like you know african-american gentlemen and ladies back in then like they they were very distinguished say, like wearing suit and ties they're saying black. Okay, sorry, 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 sorry. Or, okay, and black gentlemen, there. black ladies and gentlemen, back in like the fifties and sixties, dude, they're like, really like me good. calling you a, a, a Scottish American or Irish okay. American. Or okay, fine, yeah, 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 yeah okay. Reasons, you don't you, like BIPOC? It's not BIPOC. It's not the BIPOC or whatever the, the thing is of the day, right? Oh God, I heard I of that. you haven't heard of that? It's the BIPOC, the Black Indigenous People of Color. It's the new. It's the new thing, I guess. I don't know. They were. Why put yourself into a group? Why distinguish yeah, yourself? I know. I know. Why not be an individual yeah, yeah. who is pursuing his individual interests? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Lord have mercy. 
Yeah, but you got dude. Everybody was like, like just dressed up nice, and then dude, what happened? Like, I wanted to get into this. Like, the 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 black population has just been so because it kind of ties into you know some current events has been such just just the target of such vicious attacks on so many levels. It's so insane. Planned Parenthood, man. Planned Parenthood. Literally, the letter from Margaret Sanger to you know Doctor Cam- Gamble, right? Yeah. Literally saying like we need to infiltrate the black community we need to get with their religious leaders to convince them to convince the black people in their community to get abortions now we don't want them to know that we're trying to exterminate the black population we don't want them to know that we're we don't want them to think we're exterminating the black population we just need you religious leaders to step up and convince them to kill their children well, somebody needs to educate these uh, black religious leaders of the origin of Planned Parenthood. Yeah. Uh, now, was it not f- started by uh, Bill Gates' mother, a eugenist? No. So here's here's the deal. So it was it was started by Margaret Sanger. Um, she worked for the Birth Control League and had a whole like uh, publication. God, what was it? It was like the Birth Control Journal or something like that. Anyway, she started Planned Parenthood. One of the early heads of the foundation was William Gates Sr. Yes, that and that's that's on the okay. record, and that was by Bill Gates's own admissions for sure. Um, Bill Gates's mother has some very interesting ties as well, but not. But she has a whole separate eugenics tie, which goes all the way back to literally the Nazis. <laughs> and so there you go, like direct, like one degree of separation away from like the guy who actually implemented the extermination program in Nazi Germany, Thomas Watson, who was the CEO of IBM whose protege was again a guy named John Oppel, who was then uh, on the board with Mary Gates of uh, the United Way in Seattle. And, and she convinced John Oppel, the CEO of IBM, to give Bill Gates his startup money to start Microsoft. So he got his money from literally the, the guy whose protege implemented and helped roll out the, the Nazi extermination program. With the with the Hollerith machines and and they'll look at it, look into it, you guys. If you think I'm crazy, there's a whole book by Edwin Black called uh, "IBM and the Holocaust," describing IBM's involvement in that whole situation. So anyway, and again, let's go back to Tuskegee, which everyone yeah. acknowledges it, it actually happened, yeah. and and they got all these black and they used a black nurse to gain the trust of all those black soldiers. And we there saw you go. Yeah. So and. Uh, I may get you kicked off a rock fin here, you know. I don't get kicked off a rock again. No, I don't don't get kicked off a rock fin. No, but, you know, in in the hood, you know, uh, black people, we call black sellouts coons. If if you're willing to coon for the establishment for a few dollars, you know, you you are worthless. You are the lowest form of a citizen. And so when I see black people, black celebrities um, encouraging people to take this goddamn you know, a clot shot, it's just sickening to me. Yeah. Because the the predator class doesn't really give a shit about them either. No. Well, I just, you know, uh, I, I would just much rather, I don't care if this makes me a targeted individual. It's not how I die, it's how I live. Yeah, yeah. You know? Yeah. So. Well, it's an important message to get out there, man, to dispel this stuff and, and to give, you know, by, by you being bold and voicing these things, you know, hopefully it'll break through and empower other people to, to do the same, you know? And it's like, you know, or maybe this episode will get shared with somebody. I don't know, dude. I have no idea what's going to happen. Well, you know, well, but well, it's... Make, well, 
creates a person with my perspective because I reached a point where I, I went from being a person who cared what everybody thought of me to not yeah. giving a damn what anybody thinks of me. Yeah. But when you've been disappointed by that one political hero too many, yeah. that's when it just, you know, I was all about Bill Clinton when I was in my 20s. And then I think after that was um, uh, Barack Obama. And then I was all about Bernie and then Tulsi Gabbard. All of them have since disappointed me. So now I realize, oh my God, God none of you give a fuck about us. And no. so what I encourage people to do is to stop looking for political heroes to worship. Oh yeah. Oh stop. yeah. We talk about that all the time. It's the idea of the false idol, man. Like nobody's coming to save us. No one's coming to help us. Nobody at that level, nobody in the political establishment, nobody that's, you know, trying to win you level. over with. They, yeah. they don't let you get to that level if you're not in, in, in that club. Yeah, they don't they don't care about you and they will not serve you at all. They have larger interests at hand, you know, and, you know, it's uh, it's funny. I think Alex, I think it's Alex, my boy, Alex, Alex Jones, who always says uh, these these corporations are operating under corporate blackface, corporate blackface. So they 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 <laughs> they, 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 they does that make sense? So like they're they're using uh, the whole, uh, you know, BLM narrative or anything like, like watch the NBA. You know what I mean? It's just like, ah, oh, can't really like sports center or any like ESPN. It's just like, Oh my God. It's just like, they're just like the virtue yeah, signaling. It's like the virtue signaling is just like, God, you guys like, really? Like what, what is this? I don't get it. I don't get it. Is that, is that offensive? Does that piss you off or what are, what are your uh, thoughts? Yeah. On? Why do you think uh, the ratings for all the award shows are in the toilet now? Yeah. People are tired of being preached at. Yeah. People are being told that they are wrong for having their point of view. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, man, absolutely. And and that's so frustrating, you know? And uh but man, so yeah, like one of the, like one of the things you said to me early on is like their biggest fear is people like you talking to people like me, right? Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, yeah expand yeah. on that. Well, you know what? In case the NSA is listening, they but, they might be. Okay. Yeah. You know, uh I hope they are. No, I'm not doing my job if they aren't. Mm. Well, of course, we know they're always, always listening. But at the no, same time, I, I was going to say something, but I'm not going. That's too much even for me. So I'm do gonna, it. Ah, too late. Ah, the moment's gone. Maybe later. Uh, maybe later. Maybe okay. Later. Okay. Maybe later. Now, what the hell okay. were you asking me? I don't know what you're. Asking. I was just saying that, man. So, like, you know, one of the first things you told me, and then just like, you know, it's so true. Is like their worst fear. Oh. People like you and people like me coming together, sitting down, having a conversation, whether or not we agree on every single thing or not, like it's still like that's almost even more dangerous because when we have differing opinions and we can sit down and exchange those ideas, then like a synthesis happens, like a synergy occurs where well, these ideas have, then actually where it can actually grow roots and be something okay. meaningful. Well, the dangerous part of that is that we have a meeting of the minds that's counter their narrative. Yeah. That's what they don't want. Now, if you and I were in agreement about Black Lives Matter and that, you know, Trump is evil and Biden is God, they that they're OK with. Yeah. But the fact that a black man and a white man are saying uh, both neither party gives a damn about either one of us. And there's just tremendous amounts of evidence to show it. And the fact to see a black man uh, acknowledge that, you know, the 2020 general election was the shit show of shit shows. And I'm not even a Trump fan, but it was just so clear that that election was rigged. Well, the reason I know that they rigged the generals because I watched them rig two Democratic primaries in 2016 and 2020. So I've already seen their greatest hits. You know, yeah. I know how they roll. They just yeah. did on a much grander scale. In so that's what they don't like. And and also, uh, 
I will encourage people to say this. You're not going to vote your way out of this. The best thing you can do is make the establishment irrelevant to your life. Just learn to do what you can, even if you just get a couple of uh, uh, lettuce growing, grow lettuce and, and beans and stuff in your own house and get a couple of chickens if you have a yard. Just do something to stock up and get to know people who know how to garden, get to know people who would rather trade with like-minded people and just try to make the government as, as irrelevant to your life as possible. That's where I am. So I don't know how I could be deemed a domestic terrorist when I really, I just don't even regard government. I mean, I pay my taxes. I have no choice in that. You know, they take it out. So, and I'm not a violent person. So I don't know why that makes me dangerous to anyone. I would just rather ignore them. I, I just, you know, uh, I'm at the point now where I won't even, uh, I'm, I'm just so selective about who I socialize with. Yeah. You know, when you, me and Ryan Christian, went out, the three of us got along that like, we'd been buddies for years. Yeah. And it was awesome. That was the best day I had in a long time. I'm looking forward to us doing that again. Yeah. Um, but I think we've exhausted this. Let's get on to what I really want to talk about. Okay, you know? let's do it. Um, so, because Scott said a few minutes ago, folks, that th we have a problem. <laughs> uh, we're seeing all of a sudden, and somebody told me that it might be, um, I interviewed a guy named uh, Craig, who's a, a First Amendment auditor. And he's also really, uh, he's becoming a big student of the Constitution. He thinks this whole thing that we're seeing all this uh, child grooming shit with the drag queens reading to kids. Yeah, we know that the, the, the predator class is sick and we, we and we know that government's behind all that. But he also thinks that it might be a distraction from what they're really trying to do. And there's probably room for that. But I just feel like, okay, the average gay person, the average working class gay person wants no part of this. Mm -hmm. Drag shows are fun. They're awesome. But it's adult entertainment. It is adult entertainment. And I am very concerned to see these images that have been going around on social media of these children in establishments that serve alcohol being entertained by drag queens in very provocative manner. And they're doing all this in the name of gay rights and respect for gay people. Gay people have fought so hard to get the respect and understanding. And now they're going to lump gay people with that mess. Gay people don't want anything to do with that. So I just feel like that needs to be said. It's disgusting. Yeah. And uh, David Knight, who I watch every day, you know, he's a religious conservative. And but even you know he showed a video that is going viral. This drag queen who's saying what I'm saying that things go on at bars that's not appropriate for children. Um, so you have to wonder who are these parents that's taking their kids to this. Um, you know it's got to be said it is a fact yeah. that within the last couple of years, what two CIA agents were fired for viewing illegal sexual content, and it turned out that the content was provided by the fucking parents. Mm -hmm. ah. that's probably the same type of parent that's taking their kids to these things so these are probably deep state tools who probably sold their kids to the predator yeah. class and they're trying to establish some sort of like this is okay and this is normal it is not normal and please don't lump this with the, the respect for gay working 
men and women who want nothing to do with that. Yeah, man, that's that's very well said. You know what I mean? And that's why I like value and, and, and respect your opinion so much, because you have like three categories of like like these 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 categories that they like to divide us over. Right. So you're a black man, you're a gay man and you're a black conservative. Oh, my God. Like, that's the that's the most dangerous one of them all, true. dude. <laughs> well, I, I just say ag agorist now. Agorist, okay, good, I, I good, good. I'm an agorist now. Um, yeah. You know, um, I, I will say this: I'm pro-life, and you know, yeah. as today, yeah, uh, you know, the Supreme Court just overturned uh, Roe versus Wade. Yeah. Now, there was a time back in my Democrat days where I would have been like, "Oh my God, this is we've taken a step back in time, and they don't care about women's rights." And but no, if you know the slightest bit about what the actual procedure of an abortion is you cannot come to any conclusion other than it is murder yeah and then that's the thing too i got to give a lot of credit to uh you know megan from truthzilla like she really opened my eyes to a lot of that stuff and she really yeah. like i wasn't really i didn't really have really an opinion in fact i was kind of afraid to have an opinion i've never been in that situation i never you know had to make that decision i never was well, in, you, I've know, seen, I, I, you know i've seen i've seen video i think david knight showed it yeah, a, a ten-week-old fetus. I've seen those too. Yeah, the, yeah. And, but if you blow up the image enough, it is clearly a baby. And yeah. how they terminate the pregnancy, it's they it's literally horrific. they crush its skull and suck it through this plastic yeah. tube, and that kills it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It you know, and and we did we did a deep dive. I think it was episode fifteen of Truthzilla. If you go back to it, that episode always stood out. It was Margaret Sanger, and we covered like the yeah. whole idea of a, of what abortion is. And we talked deeply about it. Megan had a big hand in like you know, kind of helping produce that episode, and she really instructed me and helped me come to like some very, you know, I, I kind of made up my mind after that. I'm like, yeah, absolutely, absolutely. This is murder. I was the same way. I didn't really know what to believe. I thought, okay, yeah. it's a woman's choice. Yeah. But now that we know what the procedure is, it is killing a life. Yeah. Um, so why not invest? Okay, let's say a woman is uh, pregnant as a result of a rape. That's traumatizing. If we're going to have to pay taxes, then why not provide counseling for trauma victims? They have all kinds of... So just give her trauma counseling. But some very important people in history were born yeah. who were the result product of, of, a, of a rape. You know? Yeah. Yeah, absolutely, man. So it's it's crazy. And it's kind of a weird. I had an interesting experience today. Like I was working all day and then like I was driving home and I was listening to just some coverage of it. And like, you know, and, and I had like a really affirming moment that really kind of affirmed now how I believe is like I was just kind of like just ruminating about it, just kind of thinking in my head, like, you know, like like what kind of this means, you know what I mean? Like it's kind of a big deal. Like now I, I looked at like there's several states, Tennessee being one that is now like, OK, now that we have permission to do this, okay, we're it's like game over. We're not going to be killing babies anymore. And it kind of like, just like this weird, like feeling overcame me. And I kind of got like, without getting all like weird about it, but it's like, I kind of got like, like almost like choked up a little bit. Just the idea of like, you know, like now there's like, like actually just like literally like saving babies lives. Like that's what we're talking about here. And I got like kind of choked up and I was like, yeah. to me, I interpreted that as like, that just reaffirmed that affirms kind of where I'm at with it. It's just like, yeah, dude, like, it's just, wow. Like that's, it's, it's, it's actually kind of, you know, it was, it was a weird thing. And I don't know if I even characterized it correctly. It just got kind of just like this weird yeah, well, thing that overcame me there, saying, you know? Yeah. That's not an overstatement. Yeah. Uh, probably thousands of babies are going to be saved every year, but on the realistic side, we also have to look at that. They're going to exploit this politically. Yeah. Oh, yeah, that's, so my yeah. concern is that we're going to see deep state organized uh, protests and marches yeah. And, you know, because, you know, they love to store up chaos. 
Yeah. Because the average person doesn't really, really make much of a stink about things. So they have to like stir it up. They have to start. So my concern now is that we're going to be seeing all these angry radical protesters. And of course, you know, I think I texted you. Now we know that the police, they're going to, you know, conveniently pray, uh, place bricks by public yeah. buildings and they're hoping that some idiot will be dumb enough to, to destroy, pro you know, anything they can do to institute some sort of like martial law, whether temporary or permanent. <clears throat> I feel that's the risk. Um but well, I, I here's the thing. Here's the thing is like, you know, I think that it's really important to acknowledge the fact that they have absolutely have the right to go protest it. I hope that they do. Like if I'd be pissed too, like if I was so like we're in their position, they should go protest. But yeah, then but there's the line. They, everybody needs to be held to the same standard. They can go protest all they yeah, want. They but the second, but as soon as the sun goes down, you know, what's going to start happening, dude. Like I like, yeah. thank God I'm not like two hours away from Portland anymore, dude. Like Portland's going to burn tonight, dude. Like I'm already in there. And cause many of you know, I'm in several like Antifa telegram channels. I keep an eye on their, Wait, man, I their only, comms. I, I thought only black people destroyed neighborhoods. And, and no, stuff no, it's white. No, that's a Negro thing. Only Negroes do that. Scott, come on. No, no, it's white hipsters from Portland with curly mustaches, dude. I'm telling you in suspenders, that's it. Skinny jeans. That's who's, that's who's destroying everything. Anyway, anyway, but like, dude, so, uh, yeah, man, I'm kind of glad I'm in like uh, this area. This, although Nashville, I heard Nashville got a little crazy the last round of uh, Nashville you know. is a lot more liberal than the rest of Tennessee. Yeah, uh, but it's better than where you just came from. I will yeah, say yeah. that. And yeah, now, yeah. Uh, not, I'm sure you driving around, you've seen a lot of dumbasses driving around in cars by themselves wearing a fucking mask. You Not know? so much out here. I mean, every now and then you don't. I don't even well, see very many masks out here. Well, I, I'm still seeing it. Uh, well, yeah. I don't really go into the store like I used to because I get my groceries delivered. I try to do whatever I can to not really have to come across, you know, the average, the, the hoi polloi. Not that yeah. I'm so superior, but, you know, just that when you know certain things, everybody else becomes normies to you, as they call it. You know, my friend Joshua calls them normies. Yeah. And uh, so. Uh, but, yeah, I wasn't planning on really talking about the whole COVID thing, but I feel like they're going to drum bring that up again later this year too and yeah. uh i i'm having a thing with my mother right now i should remember that text i sent you about my yeah mom? yeah yeah so she doesn't want to be around anyone who uh won't wear a mask and you know i've taken her to some of her medical appointments in the past and the last time i did it i said to myself i am not going to play this game anymore wearing a mask and you know yeah. and even though vanderbilt according to another friend they don't require mm. masks anymore she says some facilities do, but she, my mother has made it clear she does not want to be around anyone who doesn't wear a mask. And I sent her a, what I thought was a respectful text, you know, explaining that, well, you can, you breathe it, you inhale carbon dioxide, and you uh, run the risk of contracting uh, bacterial pneumonia. I mean, that's just a fact. It does more yeah. harm than good to wear it. I know I'm jumping around. But, you're uh, good. You're good, man. I mean, this is, these are important topics to cover, man. And it's sad. Uh, I'm really, I, I was going to like, kind of ask you about these things too, you know, cause we started yeah. off the conversation talking about like, you know, the whole race relation thing. And then we moved to kind of like the, the, the perversion of, you know, the, the, well, the gay, the gay rights you, movement. As, as a, as a black man, as long yeah. as you don't use big words when you ask the question so I can comprehend. Okay. 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 Because Joe Biden would want you to do that. He would want you to dumb it down for my Kamala. Black Kamala, Kamala would want yes. me to dumb it down. Yeah, yeah. 
So, so <laughs> that's hilarious. So what I was going to ask you is like, so, and then it's kind of along those lines about your mom, like, like, are there other black folks in your life that are awake to this the way you are, or is, are they more, are, I mean, what does that look like? Ooh. Well, most of the family I have here are all on my grandfather's side, mm. and a lot of them have passed away. I have some second cousins here, but I don't really socialize with any yeah. of them. I've always been kind of like an outsider anyway. Yeah. But all of them. Um, and, well, what about, what about like, okay, so, so people that you interact with in the gay community, what is their take on all of this madness like happening in the schools? Like, that seems like, okay, so like the, 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 Wow, I don't, I don't hang up time? with the gay community. I don't hang up with the gay oh, community. Okay. You know, uh, because they are almost as uh, a much of a letdown as uh, black people as far yeah. as buying, just believing everything that these fucking corporate tools tell them. Yeah. Yeah, they totally, not, man. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, my band partner, he has uh, gay friends on social media, uh, Facebook, based on that. Yeah. A lot of gay guys are, you know, they change their profile, you know, they make a, they, you know, they, they have to brag that they got the vaccine. Sure. They act like they ran into a burning orphanage and saved every fucking kid in there because they were dumb enough to let M mRNA uh, nanobots be injected into their body. They think yeah. they're some kind of hero for that. Uh, and again, I, I can't get too mad at them because if COVID happened during 2008, 2009, and if Barack Obama told me to get the vaccine, I would have gotten it. Yeah. I yeah, would have totally. gotten it. Because so I, how, I just... But so how, do we, how do we, how do we, how do we break through? How do we break through? Maybe it's a matter of just like, like going one community to the next. Well, like, how do we, how do we uh, carry the message to these people well, that are still... I'm doing my part. There was yeah. a time where I would have never stood my put my foot down and stood my ground with my with my mom you know it's my mom so i always you know i went with her to one of her uh, medical appointments and the doctor was trying to you know convince me to get the vaccine and how all the people in the hospital who were passing away and and i just bit my tongue because i didn't want to embarrass my mother but if my mother had not been there i would be like uh well are you giving them the fauci protocols if they're unvaccinated are you are you putting them on a ventilator and giving them remdesivir which we've known for years will make a person go into kidney failure is that why all those people with covid are dying yeah but i don't i don't go there yeah. so but this time my mother wanted me to take her to an appointment and this time i just said i'll be glad to take you but i will not wear a mask yeah that's good. And, That's good. And you know, uh, sometimes just that, just that right there, you know, just should, just demonstrating your conviction and your principles, you know, that right there can be contagious. And then, you know, well, that, I was already in the doghouse with my mother anyway, because my piece of shit brother, uh, uh, died a couple of months ago and he treated me horribly. I mean, he was absolutely made, took every opportunity he could to sabotage my life. So I didn't go to his, uh, memorial, because I am not going to invent virtues that somebody didn't have. And so I think this is the year where I'm just like owning myself. And I'm only going to have people in my life that are healthy for my life. You know, my, me and mom, we'll, we'll be okay. We'll work it out. But I am letting her now know that I am my person. Now, she probably thinks that I'm insane for not getting the vaccine and for not wearing a mask. But she's older and people in her age group they believe every fucking thing that comes out of that goddamn media box yeah. and the average age of uh, people who even still bother watching corporate news is 
71. So that's just the way it is. And I'm not going to tell my mother, you know, the reason that you keep getting sick is because of that vaccine. I'm not going to. Why not? Why don't you tell her that? Ooh, I don't know, because (laughs) what can you do after that? I mean, there are things that you can do to detox the graphene oxide out of your body. You can do that. But my mother believes in the hospital, the corporate hospital system so much. There's nothing I can say. So all I'm going to do is just rely on prayer that it doesn't get the worst of her. But, you know, she has a cyst on her breast that was never there before. Now she's got a direct one of her hips now. That never happened before. Yeah. She had to have a couple of toes amputated. So now she is a cancer survivor and she's been, she was doing fine with it for 10 or 12 years, but that was her only problem. Now she's got all these new problems. Wow. Man, that's crazy. Yeah. I'm sorry to hear that, man. You know, it's almost like I have this working theory where like people that are still trapped in that whole paradigm are kind of like people that are uh, still trapped in like addiction. Right. And then we have to treat them the same way. And like what you're describing there, like setting boundaries, you know, being firm, being like, Hey, I'm not going to, be able to do this or this or this with you if you still have this same behavior. You know what I mean? That's like the and it's I spent hard. my entire teen all my teen years and my twenties and my thirties biting my tongue and not really being myself with my family. And now I'm 52 years old and I'm just not going to do that anymore. Yeah. You know, I'm a gainfully employed professional. I'm independent and so I'm in a position where I can, you know, I, I'm hoping that I planted a seed, as uh, Ed and Megan used to say. Hopefully this will be the beginning of her, you know, at least respecting my point of view. Yeah. And really, that's all we can ask for. And I've noticed out here, it's, 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 it's you know, that's, that's a lot more prevalent than out in Oregon. At least people can, like, at least kind of disagree and not turn into, like, this vicious, vicious, like, knockdown, drag out thing. That's man. nothing like, about liberals. Crazy. Liberals don't respect any point of view other than their own if yeah. you disagree with a liberal they want you dead yeah i agree <laughs> they, they want the police to rough you up yeah oh yeah 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 so so with what little little funds the police part department has left after they've been defunded they want to come have oh, you taken please. away for your political beliefs you know right the police will <laughs> never be defunded the, the police will never be defunded and i'm not even going to get into all the research i've been doing on that lately but you know, well, here, dude, know. if you've been researching something, drop it on us. What do you got? Oh, well, I watch a lot of Stu Peters, and even though I think he's okay. controlled opposition too, but he's been doing <laughs> some very troubling reports on CPS and the police and how they shouldn't call it child protective services. They should call it child trafficking services. Yeah, yeah, yeah. There's a lot of truth to that. The, and the, the, the CPS is in on it. All the, the advocates are in on it. The cops are in on it. The lawyers are in on it. The courts are in on it. The judges are in on it. And it's bad. And some kids kids are being removed from very healthy homes so they can be sold into this abusive foster care pedophile system. Yeah. That's that's what it's looking like. Did you and, hear about the okay, case? Go ahead. Did, did they talk about the case in uh Germany where it was like thirty thousand kids that were sent to go live with like child like like pre- like pedophiles? Did you hear about that? Wow, sounds like uh I Hold wonder on, let me see if I can find this. Well, I'm not surprised, especially in Europe. You know, how far is Germany from Ukraine? Because Ukraine yeah. is, I mean, that the reason that the, where our ta- four billions of our tax dollars are going there is because 
It's a money laundering hub for all our politicians. And it's also where bioweapons are. And it's also uh, a big uh, human trafficking. I mean, nothing good has come out of that. But the only good thing that's come out of this Russia-Ukraine thing is that Putin has exposed all this shit. Yeah, yeah. Okay, here we go. Let me see. And then there's one thing I definitely want to cover before we before we sign off here. But uh, right. I have to pull this up here. Um, boom. So this is... uh. According to DW, but I remember seeing this this for a while. So Berlin authorities placed children with pedophiles for 30 years. The Kantler Project in West Berlin routinely placed homeless children with pedophile men, assuming they'd make ideal foster parents. A study has found the practice went on for decades. During the 1970s, psychology professor Helmut Kentler conducted his experiment. So I got the two stories mixed up. There's another story where they, were, they busted like a ring of like 30,000 pedophiles. But then there's this story where it's like Child Protective Services was literally placing children with pedophiles thinking that they'd be good like caretakers i don't know if it's going on in every state in america but i do know it's going on like in birmingham alabama and it was mm -hmm. another state where in fact the the guy who was on Stu peters was a, a retired sheriff his oh, grandchild man. is being trafficked through that and there's nothing to do with it. that's how bad it is yeah I've, I've got a friend who's actually like a personal friend i know two friends very close friends who are having issues with the courts where the 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 dad is very much the bad guy in a lot yeah. of ways one involves like actual like sexual abuse with the kid and these courts these leftist courts are siding with the father who is like being abused it's just crazy dude. Is, it's is so the crazy like rich or something or, or no 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 well what it is is like this and i can talk in very general terms about this but the father is can now identifies as a woman and so now gets all the privilege and all of the everything even though the kid in his own words describes abuse instances of abuse and uh the mother and i don't even know if i want to say this the mother and the child fled the country over it like that's yeah. how like it, it got to that point. You so love your like, child, you're gonna do whatever yeah, 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 it takes. Yeah, yeah. And this these are very people that I you know very close with. It's crazy. And then I have another friend who's going through a very insane custody thing as well. That I, I you know I actually helped out with that quite a bit, just like helping them get out of a bad situation. So anyway, I don't want to get into that, but anyway, as we're wrapping up here, I definitely wanted to cover this, you guys. So this was brought to my attention very shortly before uh, actually going live. So I haven't done a whole lot of re research and into it, but this is a local Tennessee situation. Uh, so yeah. This is this is uh, actually here in Nashville at Vanderbilt. I think Vanderbilt here in Nashville. But uh, Tennessee stands reports a seven-month-old baby boy has been denied life-saving surgery because he isn't vaccinated. So seven-month-old, right? So they just approved the COVID vaccine for as little, as young as six-month-old. So the fact that he's a month older than that, he's being denied a life-saving heart surgery because he won't take the shot. Both Vanderbilt and TN Donor Services have allegedly denied the baby, baby August. So if you go to Twitter, look up hashtag Save August. Um, you can see the Vanderbilt Hospital, um, their their webpage. Like, just, just blow them up. Like, right now... We're just like saying like, hey, just go to their thing, like blow them up with comments. You know what I mean? Like blow them up with whatever and try and gain some attention on this because it's so fucked, man. What was that that uh, Dr. Henry Ely said on uh, your show? What's the first rule for being a doctor? Do no harm. First, do no harm. Yeah. So that's uh, at uh, on Twitter at VUMC Children is the Vanderbilt University Medical Center Children's Section in Nashville. Well, um, it was a Vanderbilt doctor that was trying to get me, you know, was trying to guilt trip me yeah. into, uh, to, you know, um, you know, uh, 
I don't know why I still have my insurance plan because unless I'm in like in a severe car accident, there's no way in fuck you're going to get me in any of these hospitals. Yeah. That let alone plus like if you need any sort of blood transfusion or anything like that, it's like, how do you guard against getting filled up with the, with the bad juice, you know? Yeah. 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 I don't yeah. know, man. I don't know, man. So, uh, so where's the hope in all this? People, what do you think about people who work in these vaccination centers where they, someone is vaccinated has a horrible reaction, passes out, has to be taken out on the stretcher, and these people continue to administer the vaccine. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Well, I, I just did a show with Ryan the other day, and he played me a clip of like some folks in a drive-thru. Yeah. Did you see that one? Yeah, that I saw that. That was in the car out. Yeah, they the, tried to lower his seat so no one yeah. could see what was going on. Yeah, the and people in the they, car next door are filming it. They're like, what the fuck is going on, dude? And then well, they probably, they probably saw us. Anyway, well, here's, here's, my, here, here's my arm. Yeah. It's so crazy, man. So, uh, so, okay. So we just talked a lot of like horrible, awful, depressing, bad stuff. Where's the hope in here, Adis? Do you have any hope? What are you seeing on your end? The hope oh, is in music. Yes, it is. I believe in life. Okay. Now I just, oh, uh, that was that, that actually sounded pretty good. Oh, well, That's you know, I'm a natural boy. Oh, uh, you know, uh, my band's album is going to be done sometime this summer. So, okay. uh, I'll be plugging that soon. Is there anywhere where uh, we can find your music right now? We are on all the platforms. Uh, okay. We're well, called, tell us. Uh, Sir Rod, S-U-R-R-O-D. Why I let the band be named after the other guy in it. But but we're like a Tears of Fears, um, Bono and Edge, Jagger, Richards. You know, it's mainly yeah. me and Rod. And on the records, I produce everything and I do a lot of the, I play, I play a lot of the instruments and arrange everything. And we're working on our third album. And uh, the only like overtly political, political song we've ever written is a song called What is the American Dream, mm. which is on our second album. So look up Sir Rod, What is the American Dream? And we were talking about Big Pharma before all this COVID stuff. Rod wrote a great mm. lyric called, um, oh, shit. Oh, I wish Rob was right here. Uh, it's about uh, the oh, uh, here's another pill to fill you. The side effects alone just might kill you. Yeah, dude, that's it right there. So you've been you've been in this truth game way longer than uh, way longer than we even give give you credit for, right? So man, well, so I mean, that's it right there, man. Okay, so like, yes, there's a lot of like dark, depressing stuff, and like right now, you know, I. But you know what? I'm glad all this is happening, Scott. Yeah. Because yeah. two things are happening. We're seeing a spiritual revolution. Oh, yeah. Two things are happening. Two, we're seeing a spiritual quest like I've never seen. And also, I'm, I've am i never seen so much mass interest into getting reacquainted with the fucking Constitution. Sure, okay. So yeah. I have just I, I know more about the Constitution than I've ever known. And so and it, so. It, all this is waking up the world. Yeah. It, it, it really, really is. Yeah. And I think that's why they're doing so much of, of this nonsense, because I think the, the establishment is getting desperate because they, too many of us are waking up too fast. And, and the more they panic, the more craziness they do. 
Yeah, so. that's that's exactly it right there. So, you know, we, they want us to stay bogged down on the negative stuff. They want us to stay trapped in a state of fear. They want us to be, like, glued to our screens. They want us to only get our information that's curated that they can feed to us, literally, in our feeds. You know, they only want the information that they want to trickle down to us to be the only thing that we're informing our decisions on. They don't want us to come together. They don't want us to, to make music together. They don't want us to bridge the gaps. They don't want a straight man and a gay man talking on a Zoom call. They don't want a white guy and a black guy talking on a Zoom call. They don't want any of this stuff happening because it threatens them directly. And their shit is coming down fast. It's all coming down. It's all over. It's game over. It's a wrap. You know what I mean? And so they're just like a caged, scared little animal, like backed into a corner that's lashing yeah. out. You know, they're doing everything that they possibly can to to bring us back in and reel us back in and get us to bite that little worm on the hook. That is just the fear that they can use to control us and steer us in any direction that they want to, but it's not happening because we're waking it up, man. We're, we're onto you. Like we, we, we see the lines that are dividing us and we're just crossing those lines. We're not, we're not playing this game anymore. And I hated that you're going out of town because Rod came up with such a great idea. I sent you that. Text. I know. Okay. So here's the deal though. So I will be uh, back tomorrow evening. So tell tell us about the plan here. Oh, well, a friend suggested that Scott and I, you know, this is the Nationals having their big pride parade. And I don't think there's really a need for pride parade anymore. Gays are a political commodity now. That's so, it. That's it. That's it. It's like, it's you know, like now, now it's like, it's like corporate, uh, corporate gay face yeah. month. Right. Yeah. So, uh, we, we were getting, I did maybe just live streaming from the parade and, and talking to people and, and just, uh, you know, and of course I would just ask some questions and giving them shit, you know, and all that, you know, and, and, uh, and I would want you to wear your Fauci gave us AIDS shirt, which yeah, I, I have I'm a shirt. Wearing. For those of you that don't know, I have an old Truthzilla shirt that says Fauci gave us all AIDS, which is such like a double entendre joke in so many ways. Right. Well, you know what? <laughs> before we, before we sign off, let's just give them a demonstration of how it would go. So let's say we're at the gay parade. I'll be a liberal gay guy and you be there with a microphone. And so I'm going to play liberal gay guy. Okay. Oh man. I don't even know what, what, what I would ask. Well, okay. Like... You know what? I'll initiate the conversation. Okay. Uh, sir, uh, your shirt is very offensive to me. Oh, I think uh, you're insulting an entire community, not to mention a very respected doctor, Dr. Fauci with that very insensitive shirt. And I, you know, I don't know why you're here. <laughs> uh, but, but so, so you realize that Fauci did give us all AIDS, though, right? <laughs> uh, excuse me. He was just given an honorary doctorate. Okay, and they don't just give that to somebody who would, you know, knowingly poison people. What are you talking about? Oh, it goes way beyond poison. Are you familiar with AZT? Do you know? Do you know the whole AZT hustle? Yeah, are you on, sir, me. sir, sir? Are you on AZT? Is the AZT clouding your brain right now? Are you having difficult thinking because of your high dose of AZT right now? No, but everybody <laughs> I know who was on it, they're all dead now. But yeah, but well, they were on it. Yeah, you imagine if they hadn't taken it, they'd probably still be alive. They'd be just fine, right? It's a it's no. a much deeper it's a much deeper issue than you're even willing to even explore, right? So you know they most they averaged lived about a seven years on that, and even though it was excruciating pain, and they all weighed about eighty four pounds each, that was still seven precious years that I got to have with them, and that medicine extended their life. 
How uh, dare you, you insensitive heterosexual white male? <laughs> but you realize this is all an inversion. All of it is an inversion. What they're telling you is the is the truth, or is the lie, and what they're hiding from you is the truth. Excuse me. Uh, the only inversion that I relate to is when oh, a no. penis is turned into a vagina oh, when a person oh, becomes trans. Oh. So don't use inversion with me. Okay. Yeah. See, that's it right there. That's it right there. You just nailed that. Oh, so when I commit to a character. I commit to a character. <laughs> okay, I don't know if I don't think I'm gonna go to Pride this from this. I don't. I don't want to run. Into, I don't want to run into that guy. I'm sorry. No, I'm okay, just kidding. I'm just kidding. You, I'm, I'm kidding. I'm kidding, dude. I'm. I'm not. Okay. I what? I would actually be kind of afraid of that guy. So does no, that make me a homophobe? They would be more mad at me than you. They would be more uh, mad at me than see, you. That's the funny thing. That's the funny thing, right? Yeah. So, I don't know. I don't even get it, man. I don't know. It'd be. I'd be down. I'm going to a uh, uh, what is it called? Kentucky, I can't remember. K Kentucky Kingdom. It's a roller coaster park up in Kentucky mm -hmm. with like some friends, like some recovery friends, like a recovery thing. A bunch of us are going up there. So I'm going to be back in the evening. You have a camera, right? Yes. Okay. We all well, we might be able to. We'll figure something out. I think it'd be fun. It'd be, I wanted to do some man on the street stuff. I want to do some like man on the street stuff. So I think that would be like, I want something like like Infowars worthy, something like really. Worthy of putting oh. up on there, like some, you know, like some of that Owen Schwer man on the street. You're gonna be worn right? out. Aren't you doing that Sunday as well? That. And then I'm driving to Knoxville to buy some tools. No, we're not. You're not gonna Sunday. wear yourself out for those people. No, we'll we'll do something like that next year. No, but we'll we got we got to do. We I really want to do some like you know oh, yeah. some some like real man on the street stuff. But like, dude, oh yeah, I wish. Okay, I mean, I, we're gonna we're gonna go to some abortion rallies here. We'll we'll, we'll cause some chaos. We'll ask some serious questions, right? <laughs> I just want to be like I want to be like my body, my choice, right? Right? Yeah. Right? What do you think about uh? What yeah. about those uh, injections? Is that still my body, my choice? I mean, I don't know. Maybe. What about the what about the choice of the baby? Yeah, yeah. What if the baby doesn't want to get a COVID shot, or it's like, it's like. Yeah. <sighs> I don't even know. Hold on, hold on. I'm trying to wrap my brain around this. It's like again, it's the same. I used to think like that. That's why I can make fun of it because I yeah. know what it's like. I used to believe in quote unquote. You know, I made a comment. I think on uh, High Impact TV. Mm. Uh, I I said I used to be one of those people who believed in common sense gun laws, and then a funny thing happened one day. I learned the truth about how our government actually operates. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah. And again, of course, I sound like a hypocrite because I still don't own a gun, but I am staunchly protective of the Second Amendment. I want to know that I live in a country where I can get one and I don't have to be questioned why. You know, a 70-year-old grandmother should be on the same footing as a 300-pound attacker who comes in her home. Amen. You know? what, what... And we also and we know this this red flag law that, uh, that uh, Congress is getting ready to, to enact. We know it's not really going to be about people who are a danger to themselves or somebody else. It's going to be, I, I, my fear is that a whole lot of current gun owners, people who are gun owners right now, who are very staunchly conservative, are going to try and buy an extra weapon one day and they should know they can't get it because they've been some anonymous person made a you know report because they were concerned about it. That's what I think is what's going to happen. You know, Adis, so, I think what we need to look into, we need to look into 3D printers, dude. We need to just start. Uh, oh, there are start... people who are doing it. You know that. Yeah, Discord yeah. Group, you yeah know? We need we need to we need to start taking matters into our own hands here. You know what I'm saying? And that's well, for all the NSA of, listening, right? Now. A, a lot of people are prepared to tell the government that that they all lost their guns in uh, boating accidents. You know? I mean, that's what happened to mine. 
And I'm just kidding. I'm not allowed to own guns. I would never even dream of owning a gun, dude. Like, that is just the most insane thing ever. <laughs> yeah. I hope you don't mind me mentioning. You've been very upfront about your past. And I just think that's yeah. another way to disarm the masses was, oh, yeah. like, come up with these ridiculous laws uh, to make them felonies. And then if you're ever a felon, you can't own a weapon anymore, which is absolutely absurd. Absolute yeah. Absurd. Yeah. I got a few more years before all my all my BS drops off. But, yeah. Oh, okay. So, Great. I got a few more years, so and I just gotta, I just gotta like uh, sharpen my knives and be very resolute in my kung fu until then, you know. So, but we'll be good. We'll be fine. You know, we'll be fine. You know martial arts? No, but like I can pretend. I can, I can, I can. Well, just... you know, well, I've been in, in your presence before. You look like a very strong person that could kick somebody's ass if you had to. There you go. <laughs> well, you better. You hear that, folks? You hear that, folks? There you go. But he would hurt a flea. Scott is a genuine person, and my friend. I'm so glad you're here, and I'm looking yeah. forward to us uh, getting together again. And uh, and uh, I think Ryan wants to do something uh, for the July weekend. So uh, well, the July weekend, I'm down. We got uh, he's doing his show on the 16th. He's playing that live performance on the 16th. Um, so that's a Saturday. Oh, he sent me a text about Fourth of July yeah. weekend too. But yeah, yeah. I usually spend it with Rod. So, but the 16th would be even better, actually. Yeah. Well, but no, I mean, there's that too. Like, I, I think like he's trying to put something together. But anyway, we'll talk about that off there. But all right. Okay. Yeah, guys. Cool, cool, cool. Oh my God. So, Adis, tell everybody where they can find you and where they can follow up and Modern Retro Radio and all that stuff. I would like for people to listen to modernretroradio.com, whether you're young or old, to hear good music by people who've been around for years and years and years just to see how good it is. Just give it a chance. And tomorrow at two o'clock, uh, a special episode of the Audi podcast is running. Uh, my interview with uh, Craig Hendry, who is CH of CH and Ty First Amendment audits. Uh, cool. He uh, uh, and he is an advocate for uh, First Amendment rights, and he's uh, gone face to face with a lot of police officers. And uh, he's a true brave patriot. And of course, they're fucking with him too, you know. And uh, there are consequences for being a freedom fighter. And uh, he has my respect. And uh, he's he's based in Indiana, but so I have a conversation with him tomorrow. Cool. Well, we got, that's awesome, man. That's awesome. So that's 2 PM central on modern retro radio. Yep. Okay. I usually always like broadcast my show either Eastern or Pacific because people don't know how to do like central time math. I, like, it's just like, it's yeah. So I barely know how to do central time math. So anyway, um, I didn't get any, uh, super chats, but we do have a few comments. There, there's just a few. So they're worth reading here real quick while we still got you. So we got PJ Aguamucha says the structure file, the structure fires tonight will be mostly peaceful. So there you go. Mostly peaceful. Hamza, <laughs> Hamza, who didn't have the opportunity to crank call me tonight, Hamza, uh, says, what's up, Scott? What's up, Hamza? Nice to see you, buddy. And then Sarah, Sarah Wagner in the chat, as always, hanging out, dude. Like, big, big props to Sarah. She says, hey, everyone, much hugs. So much hugs to Sarah. So there you go. Oh, There you go. Use, we got we got oh, a humble, we got a fun you little. You super chats tonight? No, that's okay, though. Oh, we got some, well, wait, 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 we got some YouTube. We got some YouTube comments. I didn't even, so I've been streaming on YouTube. I'm just kind of like putting it out there. Hey, seeing what will happen. on YouTube with my Yeah, yeah you're on YouTube, dude. Tucker, Tucker says, love the show. Journey's Wake does like a finger up or something. I can't tell. It's like an emoji. Truth and AZT killed him. Benton knows <laughs> what time it is. Benton knows what time it is. So, yeah, it's fun, dude. I just funny. The, the first episode I live streamed on YouTube was uh, the Owen Benjamin one. I'm just like, I'm just going to see what happens. I don't know. Man. And and no one's messed with me. Oh, YouTube hasn't messed with me yet. Oh, Sarah, Sarah, oh. you're just, you're so nice. Sarah dropped a $2 in, in the thing. Sarah's, Sarah's like one of my favorite people ever. I have no idea. I've never interacted with her outside of just in the chat here. So, Sarah, T.me forward slash Tara, Sarah. 
t.me forward slash rebunk pod could jump in the telegram dude like we're always chatting and uh chopping it up in there so there you go <sighs> you, know, you and uh my friend sec who uh yeah hosts agora the podcast who i yeah. want to arrange a meeting with you and him no. one day. Well, dude he's we've been, been we went back and forth like we played phone tag for a minute there and then i guess he got sick and then he's like dude i'm sick i like i'll just touch base so we've been we've been trying to connect but just haven't had a chance yet so well, I told you that he's planning a little festival in September. That we're Dude, on. I'm so down. I'm so down. Uh, oh, we got another one. Opus Cosmic says, love this guest. There's a lot of love for you out there, Audis, man. Like, you're a very... Dude, you're 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 amazing. You're just an amazing dude, man. Like, just don't ever, don't ever stop doing what you're doing, man. Like, and like, I really hope everybody goes and checks out Modern Retro Radio because it's a fantastic radio station. Um, you know, I really like what... Like, it is. Like, I didn't even know that a lot of these... Folks were still making music, dude. That kind of stoked yep. me out. Like Primus is still making music. I had no idea. Jerry Cantrell yep. still making music. I had no idea. So, you know, it's it's cool, man. And I really like what you got going on. And uh, you know, yeah, and and, and and it all works together. You know, I mean, we we've got stuff from Willie Nelson in there. You That's know, awesome. you know, Joe Bonamassa, Cheryl yeah. Crow, Stevie Nicks, nice. Eric Clapton, all current stuff from them. And I'm telling you, if you like their stuff. You know, you don't just like one day just start sucking if you're good, you know. Yeah. You get uh, better. Better. You get better. Yeah. yeah. So, Sweet. Well, Adi's thank you, everybody, for the nice Yeah, word. thank you. Thank you, brother. And make sure you go check out his show tomorrow at 2 p.m. Central. He's going to be interviewing the – or he interviewed the auditor, so that'll be Aaron tomorrow. And, uh, yeah, modernrectorradio.com. Rebunk.news is my website, guys. Stop in, sign up for the mailing list, and, uh, yeah, that's it. Much love, much respect. I will see you all. Oh, dude, hold on. I got, I got, I got to tell you guys, I got some stuff coming up. So we got, I'm just going to tell you guys a little bit. If you made it to the end of the episode here, you maybe deserve a little bit of preview. So next Saturday, mark your calendars at, uh, let's see, what is that going to be? It's either going to be 10 AM. God, I can't even do the math right now. I'll post it. It's like going to be around noon, like 11 or noon central or no 11 or noon Eastern. I'm talking with uh, Gordo from those conspiracy guys, Gordo from those conspiracy guys. And then, um, and then on July 11th, okay, July 11th at 8 p.m. Eastern, I believe. 8 p.m. Cent. God damn it, I'm so I'm so bad with the, the the time zones. I can't remember. I'll have to go back and look, and I'll give you guys more updates before we get there. But uh, but just just mark your calendars on the it'll be the, that'll be right after the Union of the Unwanted that Monday the 11th. I am hosting because I got so pissed off the other day when I saw Matthew McConaughey laughing at that press conference for the Uvalde kids. I'm like. Fuck this. Oh, We're doing whoa, something whoa, about whoa. this. Well, well, let me give you a little backstory on that. Okay. You know, he said the name, he laughed when he said the name Athena. Yeah, yeah. Aletha. 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 Well, you do. Aletheia. The reason he laughed is because uh, that word is uh, translated to mean truth. And oh, that's yeah. why he laughed because he knew he was not telling the truth. He okay, was yeah. acting. My God, that was some mwah, supremo. Yeah drama acting there dude that pissed me off so bad i'm like okay this is all fucking bullshit i'm done i'm done yes. so i am hosting it's not an accident that that shooting happened in uvalde the, i know that, i know from the get-go i know i know, but here I know. Again, that's another situation that backfired because now everybody is pissed at the police because there's so much evidence it's like the police didn't go in and yeah. they stopped parents from going in to get their children they arrested parents who were trying to save their children they tackled yeah. parents who were trying to get their children and they waited a good hour before when they knew that the guy was already in the building to go in yeah, yeah everybody yeah. knows it yeah so so we're gonna be you know i got so pissed that i'm i'm hosting a no limit anything goes roundtable discussion 
about school shootings and false flag events. Okay. That means we can talk about Sandy hook. We can talk about anything. I don't care. Nothing is off limits right now. I have confirmations from Oli Demigard, Charlie Robinson, Monica Perez. Well, Monica Perez is a tentative because she's going to be on the road. Uh, Steve Poikinen and Ryan Christian. Oh, Steve, okay. I love him. And Ryan, and Ryan Christian. So these, it's going to be a heavy-hitting roundtable discussion. We're just going to go balls to the wall about school shooting. Ryan is really events. good for balance. Because yeah. one thing I like about Ryan, he presents evidence, but he is so reluctant to draw a full-on conclusion yeah. And say something's bullshit. I mean, he'll say yeah. things are bullshit, but he, you know, he he's a true journalist. That's what I like about him. Yeah, you know? yeah, yeah. So those are two things to mark your calendars, guys. So that would be uh, July second is Gordo. July eleventh is uh, is the roundtable discussion. And I do have Sir David Ike on the books. We do have David Ike on the books for October, but he is on the books. So there you go. So that's he all the news and events. And I got some other really cool stuff brewing. So stay tuned, you guys. It's all good, man. Like we're just going to continue to crush over here at Rebunked. And uh, so glad that you guys are all here with us. Audis, thank you so much for sitting in with me, brother. Much love, dude. And we'll talk soon, okay? Yes. You got two weeks to get the rest of those intros mixed. <laughs> okay. Yeah, I know. I know. I know. I'll get all that. I got you. I got Take you. Take your time. Take your time, okay. man. You're all busy. Right. You're busy. Bye, right. everybody. Bye. All right.